The good, the bad, and the ugly. With Terence Pele. Hello, Terence. Hello, Darren. Accountability, you say? Yes, accountability in our country is at an all-time low, non-existent mm. even. Um, you know, but how do we change this? So I recently read a report about an investigation into two educational trusts or foundations that have been established by former President Jacob Zuma to provide bursaries to students in need mm-hmm. um, and those who couldn't afford higher education. The Jacob Zuma RDP Education Trust and the Jacob Zuma Foundation both raised millions of rands during Zuma's presidency, largely to fund bursaries for poor students. But from what I gathered from the report, there were a lot of question marks around where the money came from, how it was dispersed, how many bursaries were actually given out, and the fact that um, the source of the money was largely from the annual presidential golf day, Mm. which accounted for about 60 to 70% of the funding uh, that they received. But they still managed to spend 5 million rands on fundraising. Oh, itself. Surprising. The Jacob Zuma Foundation spent 4.7 million rand on fees for its chairperson, wait for it, Judy Mieni. Oh, do do. Between 2013 and 2017, which is more than twice what she was paid to chair the board of SAA at that time. Sure. So the presidential golf day, as and it these are out, these are set in stone facts, eh? Yes, hundred percent. It's not uh, conspiracy theories and uh, no. naysaying and uh, somebody who's got an axe to grind. No, 100%. this is just uh, black and white. Black and white facts. So the presidential golf day, as it turns out, is being paid for by some government department. So there was actually no cost for them at all. For me, it feels like a complete scam. Mm. The trust said that it had to use some of its own money to do fundraising activities, yet 70% of its income came from a source that already paid for it. So what did they do with all the money? Mm. Apparently, it was used largely to fund things like transport allowances, for this chair, Judy Mieni, mm-hmm. who we all know has checkered history in this country. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing was just another way to enrich people. So here's the thing. It's so it wasn't it, uh, the, the, the milking SAA wasn't enough? No, 100%. And we needed a little bit more of a slush fund? Just a little bit. Okay, and we'll go with the, uh, <laughs> our kids' education. So here's the thing. If fundraising is being done by a state department for an independent education trust, this affects all South Africans. That's our business. Mm -hmm. And we have a right to know if it's a registered public benefit organization or a Section 18A trust, then it's accountable to SARS, it's accountable to the Department of Social Development, and in turn accountable to the people of South Africa. Correct. But there's no accountability here. And it's not like, um, you know, I want to look at things through rose-tinged glasses. Um, There simply has to be accountability everywhere. Mm. We're all accountable, but it seems like if you're in a particular stratum of society, for example, you're politically connected, Mm. then it's become okay to get away with these kind of things. But whenever you bring this argument up, the counter-argument is immediately, yes, but uh, white monopoly capital is also uh, uh, is also corrupt, so therefore uh, they cancel each other out. There's, there's, the, no one wants to hold one accountable because yeah. they feel that there's another monster out there that is also not accountable. 100%, but white monopoly capital is an entire show altogether. Okay. Which we should actually talk about. The Bell Pottinger one or the actual The one? Bell Pottinger one. Okay. So we're supposed to be a post-revolutionary social democracy Mm -hmm. built on principles of socialism and a welfare state which is supposed to protect people from the elite and the powerful. This is the basis of our visionary social democracy. Instead, what we've done is prop up these structures which provide entitlement to people, especially in government. Mm. Why in a postmodern social democracy does someone, uh, somebody have status, privilege and wealth simply because he happens to land a position in government? Mm-hmm. Um, has the public service become nothing more 
than a fast track to wealth. Yeah. Um, so we have a culture of corruption in this country. It's endemic, and we all feed it. When you get pulled over by a dodgy policeman for disobeying the law, yeah. uh, people, many people think, I don't want this on my record, so let me pay this 200 rands yeah. he's asking for. Um, how many actually take on that accountability? Corruption is a two-way street. For somebody to pay a bribe, there has to be someone willing to receive it. Mm-hmm. And for somebody to receive a bribe, there has to be someone willing to pay it. And that's just the financial side. If you talk about the corruption within uh, maybe the the NPA or within the Hawks, the effects of that are literally people dying. So we're losing money, people are dying, corruption is the cancer that is killing us before we even think about building clinics, building schools, building libraries, building communities. We've got to kill corruption and we have to kill it now. 100%. So do we go on like this? You know, the majority of us are good, resilient, kind, hardworking people that just want to have a safe, yeah. safe neighborhoods, good schools, a, go to a job every day that can earn a salary and pay for food and shelter and clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only do you need government accountability, you also need personal and corporate accountability. Sure. And we all need to be responsible citizens, not greedy ones. All right. Very, uh, you were very clear and unambiguous on that one. Yes. Accountability, it's up to all of us. 100%. Thank you, Terence. Thanks, Darren. The good, the bad, and the ugly. With Terence Pillay.